I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eat your food like it's medicine so you don't have to eat medicine like it's food. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. That reminds me of the old uh, parenting advice. Uh, if you try to be your kids' friends as kids, you'll end up being their parent as an adult. But if you're uh, their parent as a kid, you'll be friends when they're adults. I mentioned that some people the other day on your behalf gave you the credit for it. I didn't come up with it, but thank you. That um, is a good one. But uh, uh, The food one's good, too. I like that. Yeah. So Joe, yeah. Joe brought up the new food pyramid thing, and we're going to talk about that a little more. But here it's... Eat your food like it's medicine, so you don't have to eat medicine like it's food when you're older, probably. Um, and then the one about when you go to the grocery store, just do the around the outside. Stay on the perimeter. Stay on the perimeter. Oh, interesting. That's mm-hmm. where all, that's where your meat and vegetables and fruits and everything are. It gets processed once you start going down the middle aisles. Why is that? Because all the refrigeration and whatnot's on the outside of the store. Probably also you have to replenish all that stuff like daily or every couple days, and it's just easier to get to. That's got to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and the milk's always way at the back, so you have to pass all that stuff you shouldn't eat, uh, and and hopefully succumb to temptation to well, buy some. There are aisles I don't go down for that reason. I don't even need to walk. I, well, I never go down booze aisles, but I don't even need to walk down the chip aisle, the cookie aisle. Ugh. Any of those. That's the funniest thing. Up until I was like in my 30s, I had no interest in potato chips. I did not like potato chips as a young kid. I had no interest. Now I, I must steer clear of the potato chip aisle because I see the fancy varieties. You're uh, like your uh, vinegar and sea salt, for instance, your Maui I've, onion. Oh. Uh-huh. I've been on the dill Dill pickle. Yeah, those are good. Oh, they're good. Talk to oh, me, sister. Talk the, the, to me. Those and the pretzels are... Ugh, How do you stand on salt and pepper? 
The, uh, the Love it. Cracked pepper and sea salt uh, potato chips. Are you kidding me? The pepper. Who thought of pepper? What a great idea. <laughs> I worked at Trader Joe's for six years, and we had those, and I had a huge problem with getting a bag almost every shift with <laughs> the cracked pepper. I didn't, yeah. know, I didn't know what you were going to say after huge, if you were eating all those all the time. But, and I had, <laughs> I had a, huge, a huge problem. Um, oh, all of it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a yellow Lay's guy. I like the yellow bag of Lay's potato chips, but I do love Why does those. that not surprise me? I just That's Wonder cool. Bread, yellow Lay's. I just, you dip them in ketchup? I just love those. We had ruffles and sour cream and onion dip uh, at the Super Bowl. That's like my kryptonite. God, I could eat a, a lot of that yeah. until I feel horrible. When you've had too much... Ruffles and sour cream onion dip. That's not a good feeling. Well, and, and the man or woman who can stop prior to feeling horrible is uh, in control of their faculties. I am not. What, I, I will eat that stuff until I feel bad. One thing I'm pretty good at, and I think it, some of it is just intellectual, since learning from that 60 Minutes piece years ago that scientists in labs are working on how to trick your brain and make the taste disappear after just an instant so your body wants more of it and all that stuff mm-hmm. they do. I'm pretty good at staying away from the first bite. And, and, and if you stay, if I stay away from the first bite, it's pretty easy. I can easily not eat Oreos or Lay's potato chips or whatever if I stay away from the first bite. But man, I have one. Forget it. You have to look at it as a hostile act. There are giant corporations that have employed brilliant scientists to get me to eat crap to make them money, even if it kills me prematurely. That's a hell of a thing to do to another human being. Yeah, and, and even if it if even you stay away from dying prematurely, just have a less enjoyable life. Be, you know, heavier than I want to be, not look as good as I want to be, not be able to enjoy walking as much as, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, bastards. Yes, Michael? Uh, do your kids eat Takis? T-A-K-I. Uh, yeah, Sam likes those. The yeah. Super hot. The yep. hot Takis. Yeah. Yep. That's every yeah, somebody mentioned boy. That, uh, that their kid uh, puked at 3 a.m. after the Super Bowl having eaten Takis. And I was like, is that a typo? No, wait a minute. I think I have heard of that. They make a, I've never had one, but they make some super flaming burn a hole in your tongue hot Taki that my son likes. So I've seen them. Are they are they like Cheetos or are they like Bugles? Because I can't tell by the shape. They're like a Cheeto. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And I know there's a blue one I was reading. Blue talkies, right. Mm. No thanks. There are no dill pickle potato chips. Got a kid kid with a bag of talkies and a a prime, one of those prime drinks. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Another thing I've never had. It's like drinking a Krispy Kreme donut is what a a prime is like. Mm. Mm. What is it with you youngsters? What's wrong with a butterscotch candy? And a nice buttermilk. <laughs> a cup of buttermilk. Ew. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But Speaking you have, of eating. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So I uh, mentioned this fairly briefly during the radio show, but I thought it was worth delving into a little more detail. There is a giant new study uh, underway, just underway, I think. Uh, National Institutes of Health, $189 million study, the, one of the most ambitious nutrition research projects ever. And they're hoping to get Americans uh, healthier uh, advice and diets and, and the rest of it cut through years of confusion about nutrition guidance. Uh, they mentioned that chronic diseases linked to our diets are on the rise. I just saw uterine cancer is increasing. No cancers should be increasing at this point. None. But it is in for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, Fewer women are getting their uteruses removed for various somewhat interesting medical reasons, mm. but also just obesity. O- o- obesity leads to cancer, which is under, you know, spoken about. Anyway, uh, they mentioned chronic diseases linked to our diets are on the rise. Uh, sometimes conflicting advice hasn't helped. Remember the low fat craze? Right. Uh, and has resulted in little improvement in our health. Uh, health. So the low the- fat craze is what made us all eat so many carbs. Yes. Yeah. The percentage of U.S. adults ages 20 and over with obesity is 42%. 42%. According to the CDC, that's up from 30% uh, 25 years ago. Uh, about 15% of American adults have diabetes, up from 10% uh, 20 years ago, according to CDC data. So this NIH study will involve 10,000 participants in total, some of whom are signing up for measures like monitors that follow them and make sure they don't eat smuggled food or special eyeglass attachments to record what they eat. 
Oh, wow, I don't think I need that. I know mm-hmm. what I eat. I need the I need a I need a minder or a monitor or whatever. Well, now this is the people in the study, as they're trying to get good solid data on what effect various diets have on you, mm. so they can't have people cheating and messing up the data. But I like the idea of hiring <clears throat> someone to knock stuff out of my hands. Sure. <laughs> Sure. Slap it out of your grip. <laughs> like like I like I tell my kids all the time, if I ever eat this again, punch me in the throat. Wow. If you ever thanks. see me eating this again, punch me in the throat. <laughs> wow. Wow. Jeez. You know, I'm having uh, a thought with what you said really quick, Joe, about women yeah. and obesity. Online, there is non-stop body positivity with these women that weigh 350, 400 pounds. Yeah. And they're out there in their underwear. And if you go to the comments... There are hundreds of comments. You're beautiful. I what outfit is that? Oh, you make me feel strong and it's all these women that are looking at that and going, "Oh, well, she looks like me." You don't see that with men online. Yeah, no. you don't. That's interesting. I noticed the, the the New York Times now all their fashion stuff for women, most of it they use uh average like actual average like going to Walmart looking around average people to above for their, you know, what are the best genes for this season? And instead of models and genes, it's average to above. And I can't figure out if I think that's a good idea or not. Well, And on one hand, I can easily make the argument that it makes more sense. Well, this is what people actually look like. Sure. So let's see yeah. what genes look like for that. But I don't know. Were we better off when we were all... I don't know. There was a there was an unattainable goal out there or, or look or something like that as opposed to, eh, let's just give up. I don't, well, I don't know. Uh, in, just from like the females world too we used to have specialized stores like plus size stores that you would go to for these things and now every website i go to if i go to click on something i want to purchase it goes from a small to a 5xl yeah and it's just it's accepted i don't know well and to respond to you jack the idea that we can either have unattainable goals or anything goes i mean as usual I see a lot of middle ground there. Could we take a look at that, perhaps? Anyway, uh, if all goes according to plan in this study, in a few years, you'll be able to walk into your doctor's office, get a few simple medical tests, answer questions about your health and lifestyle, and receive personalized diet advice. And here's the part that I found especially interesting. Scientists agree broadly on what constitutes a healthy diet. Heavy on veggies, fruit, whole grains, lean protein. But more search, research is showing that different people respond differently to the same foods like bread or bananas. Ah, bananas. Yeah. Oh, let's see. They That's mentioned what's some of the doing me people. in all these years. Too many bananas. I knew it. <laughs> it's not the gravy and the donuts, and the oh, cinnamon rolls. I'm eating too many bananas. I'll cut back. <laughs> Cookies the size of pie plates. Exactly. Yeah. Whole pies. Oh, uh, the study <laughs> the scientists. The size of cookie plates aren't going with any particular hypothesis about which foods are best. Instead, they'll take the vast amounts of data they're collecting to create algorithms that they hope can predict what a particular diet will do for any one of us. They're recruiting participants with a range of of ages, ethnicities, backgrounds, and health conditions to make sure the results apply broadly. Hmm. On on you know on one hand, I I know what I could do that would be better. I mean, it's pretty obvious. You don't need a lot of research. But on the other hand, there have been so many different things thrown out there. It's easy to like just use as an excuse to ignore it because yes. there's just so many different things. It'd be it'd be nice if we had like one very simple, concrete, decided upon. Maybe that's what they're shooting for here. Mm-hmm. 
So one more anecdote from this, because I thought this was interesting. It's a dude, I can't remember his first name, but um, he was encouraged to consume every last morsel of his Frosted Flakes breakfast down to the sugary milk left behind in the cereal bowl. So He's it. eating like a high-carb sugary diet to see what it does to him. I had a bowl of them at, uh, night before last. Frosted like Flakes, it. drank the milk. Like a child. Anyway, scientists at the facility uh, want to know exactly how much he's eating of his carefully designed meal. He wore a heart monitor, a device to record his physical activity, and a continuous glucose monitor to measure blood sugar. An IV stuck out of his hand. Nine times over the next four hours, a technician drew his blood to measure his body's response to the meal, including his insulin and glucose levels, along with dozens of other metrics. He gave samples of urine, stool, and saliva. Scientists had already collected specimens of his hair and nails and put him through a DEXA scan. I think that's bone density, a full body X-ray that quantifies the amounts of fat, bone and muscle. Oh, they explain what it is. I give and, uh, everybody a stool sample where they ask for it or not. I, right, just, just I show up to the doctor. Get acquainted. With this, I show yeah. up to the doctor with a stool sample. I give it to the receptionist. Mm-hmm. So this is incredibly thorough. Yeah, I, I wonder if I was hooked up to some sort of something with an IV and all these different stuff while I'm eating everything. That Maybe that would make a difference on me if I actually could see. This is what it's doing to you. This is what it's doing to your body. This is the percentage of this mm. and that you've just done, blah, blah, blah. Or you could go with this. Uh, he was on day 13 of his largely ultra-processed diet when he had his blood drawn. Around his Frosted Flakes breakfast, the uh, the diet resembled what he typically eats at home, actually. A lot of convenience foods. Yep, but me. he said he felt more tired than usual, especially during exercise. Just not feeling great, he said. I'm actually, I actually, I would do worse if I didn't have kids. I do better because I got to get my kids a meal with a vegetable or something in it. It's like if you own a dog, people who own dogs walk more because you got to get your dog out. Mm-hmm. Um Having kids, I because if I didn't have a kid where I got to, I won't make my kids eat some crappy meal with no vegetable or anything like that at night. But if they weren't there, I would, for me, way too much. Yeesh. I, I, effort? It's not so much taste with me, I don't think. It's effort. That's a big part of it, yeah. Yeah. It is so effortless to eat a Pop-Tart. <laughs> A Pop-Tart? Why yeah. on planet Earth? He's 11 Jack. years old. Jack. 11. Yeah. You Forever him. 11, the Jack Armstrong story. <laughs> Forever 11. A Pop-Tart straight out of the toaster? Oh, that's delicious. <sighs> Sad. It's a Pop-Tart and then a McFlurry. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.